BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So that WNBA player Brittany Griner that the Russians unjustifiably snatched off the street and threw in prison and sent to a penal work colony, which is horrific, horrific thing to do to a U.S. citizen. We're getting her back in a trade for a horrifying terrorist. Anyway, we got more on the details of that story coming up later this hour. I just noticed that the guy, that Paul Weller guy that's still there, they keep putting pictures of her, him and Brittany Griner side by side. They have the same glasses. Is there like a particular glasses style that you wear if you're going to get snatched off the street in Russia? Or maybe they give them to you. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm glad his case is getting a little more attention now in the wake of, of this Highly questionable trade, but more on that to come. Um, boy, there's something wrong with my stomach. Was your thing a stomach thing the other day when yeah, you were sick? Yeah, in the middle of the night it was. I spent uh, about a dozen hours thinking I was going to throw up, then a fever, then just felt bad, then it went away. All in like 30 hours. It was the shortest disease I've ever had in my life. Mm, yeah, because you absolutely cannot explain why I feel so funky. All I've had is my little RX bar that I have every damn day. Huh. Anyway, there's a no not to vomit. There are so many diseases rolling around right now. That's weird. That was a, that was an unforeseen thing, at least by me. That wearing masks for several years. It's a combination of our immune system and then things just laying in wait and all kinds of different things just conspire that when we took the masks off and we got back to to intermingling that we just pow we get attacked. 
I'm not an epidemiologist, Jack, but I've got to admit to being a little confused by that because it seems like that's the case, that there's more sickness and more diseases kicking around more frequently. And it's not like the diseases were bored and became angry or something like that. (laughs) And so now they're taking their vengeance. Why wouldn't we be back to the usual amount? That's what I don't completely understand it. I did hear I was watching a news program the other day where one of your you know health experts was talking about our immune system has not had the chance to fight some of these things off for several years. Really, does it change? Would it change in that amount of time? Yeah, I've got a high school senior's knowledge of the immune system, honestly. So more than I've got. Um, so do your T cells and your your other funky cells, your white blood cells, do they do they like is it like a, a country at peace? They demobilize parts of their their uh, military and, it almost and ha- all of a sudden they're in a conflict with the country next door. It almost has to be because the whole pent up demand theory doesn't make any sense. Not for diseases. No. Yeah, yeah. Finally I get to go to France, says a stomach virus. I mean, doesn't work that way. So, speaking of the international scene, Michael, I'd meant to alert you to this. It's Armstrong and Getty cover the globe. <laughs> what? What? Oops, what? I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button there, guys. Right, let's try that again. That was not even close. Well, I blame myself. Armstrong and Getty cover the globe. couple of stories uh, from the international scene. Uh, one from Peru, where the leftist populist president said, you know what, I'm dissolving the legislature and unilaterally suspending the Constitution. I am now in charge. And the legislator looked at him and said, wait, what? And the military said, no, you're not. And he's been uh, yanked out of office and thrown in jail, and they swore in the vice president. So I don't know much about Peruvian politics. In fact, I don't know anything about Peruvian politics other than they elected this leftist lawyer guy, I guess. You know as much about that as you do about the epidemiology of the current disease state. Oh, no less. Much less. I know nothing. Peru, what are there, 80 people there? 500,000, 70 million? (laughs) Right. Did they have a king until last week? I don't know. Fourth biggest economy or smaller than Rhode Island? I have no idea. I have a friend who's about to marry, I'm sorry, a friend whose son is about to marry a girl from Peru. So I might be about to learn more about the beautiful country of Peru. They're extra hot in Peru. They're extra squatty. I have no idea. (laughs) Extra squatty? Don't say that. My God, man. Moving along from Peru. The Ukraine situation. Couple of stories. Number one, it's pretty clear that the Ukrainians apparently striking deep into Russian territory has made a lot of Western governments really, really uncomfortable. No kidding. And they're jumping out, for instance, our completely boring personality-free Secretary of State, Anthony Winken, Blinken, and Nod, told reporters uh, at a press conference, we have neither encouraged nor enabled the Ukrainians to strike inside of Russia. I, I, I went like, into a screed about well, the important thing is to understand Ukrainians are living through terrible Russian aggression. Well, bubble. yeah, um, I don't understand how anyone in the world could get upset with a country that's getting pummeled by barrages of rockets on a daily basis from another country. And then you strike back like 80 miles inside their territory. And whoa, whoa, wait a second. What's that? Yeah. I think if they can, they should, and as much as they can. They're at war for their freaking survival. Right. Our our guys, our diplomats, like old Ned Price, walking eraser, pencil head, 
what am I looking at? Eraserhead. Uh, we're not encouraging Ukraine to strike beyond its borders. Everything we are doing, everything the world is doing is to support Ukraine, essentially, on their own soil to take on Russian aggressors. You know, it, that's the trouble of being a, the proxy in a proxy war, or whatever you want to call it. It's not exactly a proxy war, but... Um, is is your your big daddy your sugar daddy is going to put limits on you? Nah, that, but it's it's maybe they I guess they feel like they have to make those noises, but they're freaking ridiculous. They're spending all their time burying raped children, burnt grandmas. They're they may disappear as a nation. They get to do whatever the hell they want to do to try to fight back. It's crazy. Yeah, I just think from the U.S. perspective, they're trying to say we didn't tell them to do that. In fact, we're telling them not to do that. Uh, Vlad, let's not escalate. Let's not get crazy now. Yeah. Don't, like, uh, start bombing real close to uh, Poland where the arms are flowing in. Because that's an interesting aspect of this, um, that Putin has got to desperately want to disrupt the supply chain for the Ukrainian fighters. But he's choosing not to escalate by being cool about far western Ukraine. So it's uh, it's a touchy situation. How, it's, it's definitely a uh, a lot of flame and a lot of gasoline. We saw our friend Mike Lyons say on CNN the other day that it was a really big deal that special forces from Ukraine were able to pull off strikes that far inside Russian territory. We're going to talk to him in about 20 minutes. So looking forward to stay it. Stay tuned. Yeah, the other thing, uh, the other issue about Ukraine, I'll give you the very short version of it because we're running a tad late, but um, really, really interesting piece uh, by Patricia Cohen, who's an expert on Ukraine and, and the economy and stuff like that. She's writing for the New York Times, but she's talking about post-war, and someday it will be post-war in, in most or all of Ukraine, and she's talking about the incredible complex difficulties of rebuilding a country that is a decimated b had just begun making strides to reform from a russian corrupt oligarchy to something more closely resembling a european country with the free market and a representative of government and stuff like that they were in their toddlerhood as a modern country a modern free country when russia invaded and so that's going to be really really tricky they don't have systems and traditions in place for a free market and regulations and bureaucrats and as much as i hate bureaucrats you need them in certain numbers um it's going to be a, a very blank slate and mind-bogglingly expensive well old president Zelensky was time magazine's person of the year Tucker Carlson came out so anti-Zelensky last night. We'll have to play some of that later. I don't know if Zelensky slept with Tucker's wife or what happened, but oh my God. Yeah, he's he's unhinged anyway, on that topic. Uh, we can get some of that later. Looking forward to talking to Mike Lyons, as we mentioned. You know what we could do next? Uh, I don't know if you heard Kanye West's, sorry, Yay, Yay's latest song that he dropped yesterday afternoon. Wowzer, what is that all about? Play some of that for you and discuss cancel culture and a couple issues around that because I'm not exactly sure where I stand on this one. Are you going to go Deathcon three on uh, Mr. West? Beyond, beyond. I'm quoting the song now. Beyond Deathcon four <laughs> or, or two, two whichever. Re- <laughs> I can never remember. The- well, Deathcon is made up, so 
Yeah, presidential candidate Ye's latest song, next, among other things. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before we get to Kanye West's new song, which, trust me, I think you will find interesting, uh, regardless of your musical tastes or anything. But I need to mention this. So, Brittany Griner, the WNBA star that the Russians had been held, holding illegally in uh, uh, Russia, has been released in a prisoner swap. We're sending Russia back one of the world's worst terrorists. They're sending us a WNBA player. doesn't seem like... A fair trade. Uh, there are a number of other Americans being held, but more on that later. But I like this tweet from Randy Weingarten. She's the head of the teachers union in America. And a person Mike Pompeo said is the most dangerous person in the United States on earth. She tweeted out, what a great relief. Extraordinary news. A basketball star, but also a gay black woman is released. And yes, of course, we want other prisoners like Paul Wellen released. That's perverse. That is a pretty weird... That's openly rooting for one orientation, one color over another. That's a pretty weird take on the whole thing. Especially from a old, bitter, lying white chick. That it's somehow extra good because of her skin color and her sexual orientation. If That's... she got with guys, that would be a lesser accomplishment. That's what she's saying. Or if she was white, it wouldn't be quite right. as exciting. Right. Weird. God, these are bizarre times. Speaking Don't of, go along with that crap. Speaking of which, one of our leading presidential candidates, Kanye West. Yay. That's a stretch. But... Well, it's really a stretch now, but prior to a couple of months ago, you know, we live in some weird times politically with celebrities and whatnot. See Arnold Schwarzenegger. See Donald Trump. Uh, prior to a couple of months see ago. See Mehmet Oz. See Herschel Walker. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Very good point. Um, Kanye West could have made some noise, but he's definitely not going to now because he's done that whole weird anti-Jew thing. And 
hey, y'all, I'm tired, but just letting you know, when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. Anyway, I better, oh, anyway, I better get to bed. <laughs> oh, Changed his life forever. If he'd gone to bed five minutes earlier, before he typed out that tweet, he might have a billion more dollars. I think or two, two. Two billion yeah. more dollars, yeah. There you go. Anyway... He, and you know, all the stuff that he did. He did an interview with, uh, what's his name, Jones. And, uh, oh, yeah, Alex Jones. He yeah. did the interview with Alex Jones. We talked about that. So, because that factors into this song. So, Kanye released a new song yesterday on Instagram. Instagram has since pulled it, uh, because they say it's hateful, which it kind of is. And, uh, but you can find it a couple other places. We'll, we'll start the song, play a little bit of it, then we'll skip to the end, which is easier to understand, and then I'll explain exactly what's going on in the song. It's only like two minutes long. Here, here's how it starts. Take it from me, someday we'll all be free. Take it from me, someday. And here comes a little Kanye rapping. I like it so far. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Waking up till I get through the city on text. And the Bible said I can't have any more sex till marriage. There's no dream to Paris. The meeks will flourish. So where's my heiress? Wouldn't understand. Out there in this Okay, so that goes on for like another minute or so. And there's a whole bunch mm. of words. None of those, I think, are super important. I'd um, like to speak for the entire audience and thank you for cutting that off. <laughs> he mentions OJ in there at some point. I didn't quite catch the lyrics and I, I didn't find them anywhere. Uh, what he's talking about with OJ. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know in what way he referenced OJ or anything. But here it's easier to understand here toward the end. And then any stuff you don't understand, we'll explain. Tweeted DEFCON that we passed three. Like you like the you like the uniforms, but that's about it. There's a lot of things that I love, that I love, that I love, that I love. So that's the way the song ends. He goes, he's got like a 26 period, 20 second period of there where it stops. He says, I "Tweeted Death Con, now we pass three, and then the music goes on. I yeah. tweeted Death Con, now we pass three. So. To me, that sounds like, you know, I was threatening the Jews, but now I'm even angrier or I'm taking it even further. That's clearly what he meant. I don't know how else you would interpret that. I mean, it was a a threat of some sort against the Jews, and now he's even going to take it even farther. And then that clip from the Alex Jones thing, even though it isn't explicit there, if you know the interview at all, it was he was praising Hitler and the Nazis. And Alex Jones, as crazy and evil as he is, tried to throw Kanye a lifeline and bail him out by saying, well, you just, let's just say you like the uniforms. And Kanye ends with whatever he says there. Oh, there's a whole bunch of things I like. A whole bunch of things I like. So, right. a whole bunch of I things love, you like about the Nazis beyond the uniforms. That's a pretty, I, I mean, I, and I'm not this kind of guy, as you know, that's a pretty hateful song. Yeah, it's astounding. He's lost his mind. Oh, I saw a tweet. <laughs> There was a news uh, release headline that uh, some college that gave him an honorary arts degree was thinking of rescinding his uh, arts degree. 
And uh, the guy tweets, if Kanye is the new Hitler, maybe it's a mistake to take away his arts degree. (laughs) Which is a somewhat obscure and dry (laughs) historical joke. Back to the outrage. But, so, I don't know if I'm outraged, but, because I don't, well, I was thinking about this yesterday as I was listening to it. If he were just a regular, I hate to turn it racial, but if he were just an angry white guy with a, you know, a trucker stash holed up in a trailer park and tweeting stuff like this, I think he'd get a visit from the federal government. I don't think there's grounds to, like, put you in jail or anything like that. But I'm going to go Deathcon 3 on the Jews, and then some response, I'm going to go beyond Deathcon 3, and then yeah. praising the Nazis, and then you get a little pushback, oh, it's not just the uniforms, there's a lot I like about the Nazis. Yeah, you would be on a list, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm trying to be fair, because, uh, you know, Kanye has documented uh, uh, mental health problems. Um, Pretty significant. But so do a lot of people who spout that stuff and end up killing people. And hurt people, exactly. Well, yeah, because sane people don't hurt people over crazy political notions. No, I think if he weren't a musical artist, this would be like a really troubling guy down the street that you'd be scared was going to hurt someone. Yeah, well, a lot of Jewish folks are taking it pretty damn seriously. Mike Lyons on the latest with Ukraine and Russia, among other things coming up. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ukraine striking military targets inside Russia. And tonight, a senior official from President Zelensky's inner circle telling ABC News, Ukraine's special forces were deep inside Russian territory, helping guide the drones that attacked one of the two Russian air bases Monday. They are unprecedented strikes on the very weapons used to devastate Ukraine's power grid. Yeah, and we saw our own uh, old friend Mike Lyons on CNN saying, that's a big deal that Ukraine was able to strike that far inside of Russia. We thought we'd... Hear it straight from his mouth, then. Mike Lyons served the United States military in a variety of capacities and places through the years and is a trusted commentator on a variety of outlets and joins us now. Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. Great to be back with you. 
So it's it's a big deal that the special forces of Ukraine were able to strike that far into Russian territory? No, absolutely. I'm an ops guy, right? So the fact that they could, first of all, take a... Take a drone from built in the 70s, let's say, this uh, this TU-141 drone that's outfitted with cameras. Lo- looks like a, a bathtub with wings on some level, right? Um, strip all the, the stuff out of it that's got to do with surveillance. Put on about 200, maybe 250 pounds of munitions in it. So from an aerodynamic thing, kind of a big deal. Figure out that. Figure out some, some kind of guidance system to it, too. I have some way to make sure it you know, gets far. Put enough propellant in it so that it goes 700 kilometers. That's a long way. Maneuver it through what we thought back at the time the Russian air defense systems were un- impenetrable. Uh, we didn't, you know, we 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 were considering losing eighty percent of our long-range bombers at the time, and we were playing the Cold War back then, back in the day, when we were going to do this. Um, get through Russian air defenses, and then on top of that, hit, you know, hit a target, hit two military targets, legal targets, military targets of which uh, they're able to get enough on a runway to uh, knock out two you know, backfire Russian bombers there, uh, cause that, that kind of damage. So, I, I mean, it's a big deal of all the things that went right in order for that to happen. Had to have special forces ops on the guys on the ground, well forward, lazing the target or at least making sure that, that, that they knew the accuracy of it was going to be and come into play. And um, it's kind of like Doolittle Raider, right? It's back to World War II when we did that mission that, to bomb the, the Japanese uh, we use live people here, but this is the future warfare, drone warfare that's going to d- strike deep, and it's going to give Ukraine somewhat an advantage right now. Russia's going to have to think twice about what it's going to do. Interesting. Yeah, I get the symbolic uh, value in the engineering achievement and all, but did they do enough damage to really make a difference? Yeah, no. I, I mean, exactly. It's more psychological in in that regard that uh, that that distance is a greater radius than it does now take to fly a drone to Moscow. So I'm sure that they're shoring up a lot of these missile defense systems around Moscow and around these places. The fact that they struck a military base in a place, the, the, the two places they struck, the two air bases are where they keep their long-range and strategic bombing. The other one of them was actually where they do all the training out of. So, so the fact that they weren't protected is also another really bad sign that Russia doesn't have either of those assets there. They've moved them forward. Oh, they're just so far asleep at the switch. So, no, it, it, right, it's, it's not going to change the course of the war. It's more of a psychological factor that, that comes into play now as, uh, as it moves forward. Well, given the rot we've seen in the Russian military, whether uh, literally their equipment and the mm-hmm. guns they're given these poor conscripts or the officer corps and the training and the rest of it, it's not that shocking to know that their air defenses have rotted out, too. Well, the thing is, you know, it wouldn't have taken a lot to fire that missile, that that drone out of the sky, because it moved very slow, uh, likely fell below radar, let's say, uh, but but went a long way. There was a lot of opportunity with inside of Russia in order to get it to get it shot down. Yeah, you're right. Every day goes by that the Russian military equipment, foreign sales department, wherever that is in Moscow, wherever that sits, is is losing cred and. is going to soon go out of business because no one's going to buy Russian equipment here anytime soon, given how lousy it seems to be working both in Ukraine and then inside of Russia now. So I hadn't looked at a map. So you're saying Moscow, the capital where Putin probably is most of the time, is closer than the air bases that they just struck. Yeah, it's about 550. You can you can strike uh, you can move that close enough to the Ukraine border and fire a missile, that same kind of missile from Ukraine into Moscow, and it, it would could land in Red Square. Who knows where it hits? I mean, again, uh, more psychological than anything else, but just the fact that they could do it. Now, uh, I'd like to think the Russians are not going to let that happen, and there's more air defenses around 
uh, around that area now, given given what's happened. But um, but who knows? Who knows whether they have the assets or not? That's really interesting. Do you think it would be a good idea for the Ukrainians to try, or would that be a bad idea? I, you know, they're they're still desperate. Uh, Russia is now. You know, check the weather app on Kiev, and you'll see it's 20 degrees, snowing. Uh, it's very cold there. Um, it, 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 you know, the, the, they're going to, and it's just the beginning of winter. It's just really the, the, the start of the whole thing. You know, Russia still is going to Russia. They're not. They're not going to quit. You saw Putin say yesterday that it's going to be a long time. Uh, it's just not in their DNA to just you know do what the you know the British did during the Revolutionary War. Just say, okay, forget it. We're not going to do this anymore. They're not going to stop. They have more industrial capacity, and um, you know the, what, what Ukraine needs is men, and they just don't have them. So they're both sides are digging in. They're going to go through the winter at least. Maybe there's a negotiation in the spring, um, but I don't see Ukraine getting back certain land areas in this in the Donbass region that they want, and they surely aren't going to take back Crimea. Who who the civilian population there, according to reports I've seen on the ground, say want to be part of Russia anyway. Interesting. I also, uh, Putin made a series of statements yesterday, and I thought it was interesting that he claimed victory in a couple of different ways, um, which, you know, this is raw speculation, but it's the sort of thing you do before you announce that we're through here, you know, or we've accomplished what we wanted to. You know, I'm yeah. not saying that's what it is, but it could be. I, I don't see it only because he's going to at least put him in his troops as well as the Ukrainians through this winter, and he's going to continue to go after the infrastructure. You're seeing uh, the, these are purely civilian targets that what 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 uh, they've been doing. Um, the the those two areas that were bombed by Ukraine have the kind of bombers that are getting close enough to release the air-fired cruise missiles. Uh, they don't go in Ukraine airspace because they they would get shot down, uh, or they're they're traversing along the co- along the border uh, into the Black Sea and then attacking in, in those cities along uh, in those southern regions there. So I, I just don't see it. I think that he's going to at least put us through this miserable year, uh, half or half a year through the winter time and, and before any negotiations possibly take place, and that's in the spring. Speaking of negotiations, and uh, not to get you into the political angle of this, but we just traded a bad guy for that WNBA star, Brittany Griner, to get her out. This merchant mm-hmm. of death dude, was he ever on your radar? Uh, no. Uh, well, he, he was more of a terrorist uh, back. you go, you got to go back 10 years now for that guy. You know, it took a lot of work, obviously, to get him at the time. But, um, you know, the bottom line is we have an American home. Let, you know, what was the Captain John Miller in Saving Private Ryan said as he was dying? He said, earn this. Uh, let's see if she does. Let's see, you know, there's a lot of things that, that moved uh, a lot of mountains to get her home. And I'm glad she's home. She's American. Let's, let's you know, for all things there. But um, let's hope she earns it. Let's hope that she comes back and becomes a different American and, and becomes a, a person that uh, was grateful for what the country did for her. Yeah, well, beautifully said, Mike. Mm-hmm. Really good. I have one more Ukraine question. I'm thinking about Kherson, which the uh, Ukrainians took back. The Russians uh, retreating across the Dnipro River, but now they're uh, shelling, bombing the hell out of it, rendering the city more mm-hmm. or less uninhabitable for the vast right. majority of the residents. It, what would it look like the Ukrainians taking back enough positions that that wasn't the case? Yeah, it's. It, they don't have the again the material, the manpower to do that. What, what Putin wants to do is put enough pressure on the civilian infrastructure inside Ukraine, so uh, one, two, three million refugees now leave because everyone stayed, right? They, a lot of they, a lot of them have stayed there, but all of a sudden there could be so much pressure. They say enough's enough, 
and then, then they go back into Poland, they go to Germany and create this economic upheaval in those in those countries. That, that's, I think, the the last economic statecraft he's going to try to pull there, uh, because knowing full well that he can hold off, that he does have the military to defend the, that area to the east of the Dnieper River, as well as to just flatten and wreck the, the entire region there and, and wreck it for years to come. It's going to take you know decades in order to rebuild some of those places. And, and a lot of it's industrial. A lot of it keeps Ukraine from making revenue throughout uh, throughout the world. So it's, it's going to be wrecked for a very long time. Wow. And I, I guess I hadn't really fully reckoned the idea of uh, dissolving Western resolve, European resolve, by f- so flooding them with refugees that they are screaming, negotiate, let's end right. this. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's what the last stake that he puts on the ground for, uh, because we all you know we all Europe's got a history of caving and Russia's got a thousand years of not caving you know and since in their DNA they're just gonna, Russia's going to Russia they're not going to stop. Yeah, there's a new book out about Stalingrad that is all about the right. unbelievable will of uh, the Russian people to uh, survive uh, adverse conditions. It's quite amazing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, we're not going to see more of it, and and they're going to they're going to start pulling stuff out on the other side of the Ural Mountains. You're going to see different. You're going to see tanks, older tanks. They're going to see whatever they can, and if they have to put another three hundred thousand troops there by the spring, they will. Yipes! Military analyst Mike Lyons, Mike, just terrific stuff. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. Yeah, I mentioned this new book about Stalingrad. I was reading the review in the New York Times the other night, and um, the author calling it the, the greatest. I wish I had the exact quote in front of me, but the greatest show of will and commitment to survival in the history of warfare was the people of Stalingrad and the Russian military against all the Germans holding out. And uh, and so that gets to what Mike Lynch is talking about. That's that's in the Russian DNA of just just absorbing unbelievable punishment. And continuing on, I mean, and they were doing it the same. You might say, well, the, these Russians don't want to be there. Those Russians didn't want to either. Stalin had really tripled down on the orders to shoot anybody who even looks backwards. Wow. <laughs> um, so, that, but that kept them going. And so, so that might be what, you know, pro- 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 propels it forward in this case. Yeah, the Ukrainian people are made of similar stuff. They don't have the... Uh... You know some of the advantages of Russia. I I think I think we're going to be talking about Ukraine in twenty five years, whether the, the rebuilding or the reformation or a coup or more violence or whatever. And there's no way I don't think the democracies supply Ukraine with the weapons for that long. No, no, I'm not talking necessarily about active fighting. It's just. As we were discussing briefly earlier, rebuilding and trying to form Ukraine into a European-style democracy is going to be a generations-long effort, if it works. And who knows what's going to happen inside Russia in that time. Putin's an old guy. Well, if you ever get snatched off the street by the Chinese or the Iranians or the Russians, they hold you in a prison. North Koreans do it now and then. Uh, make sure you're a celebrity. Really helps your chances of getting out, I think. Not sure how you'd go about that, but it's good advice. Uh, so we can get to that whole thing among the other stories of the day. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yankee superstar Aaron Judge has decided to stay in New York, agreeing to a nine-year, $360 million contract. When he heard that, Babe Ruth said, what the hell, I got paid in peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Was... $360 million. Today, Judge walked into the owner's office and said, you're in my seat. Uh... The good news is Judge got $360 million. The bad news is the rest of the team is now getting paid in crypto. <laughs> you know what I would like to do? Maybe, maybe some teachers did this across America. I would like, this would be fantastic for a teacher, economics, math, whatever, to, say, to, to, to do that story for the kids and explain why he's making that much money. That would be part one of the lesson. <clears throat> and it would be a valuable one because we get we actually once in a while still get that email. Teachers make X, and now he's getting paid this. You know, blah blah blah. Aaron Judge is a seat. He's a ticket salesman for the New York Yankees. What he does for a living is attract humans to the ballpark where they will pay for tickets and then beer and hot dogs and the rest of it. He's incredibly successful at selling tickets, and he gets a percentage of it. That's what he does for a living. Or you can look at it as they pay him $360 million because they believe he's going to earn them $361 million or $400 million or who knows. I don't know what their calculation is, but it's more than they're going to pay him. So that they they consider that a good deal. Exactly. He generates more than that amount of revenue. Um, And then the second part of the lesson, as long as we're going all real worldy, how much of that is he actually going to see? How much will go to his agent, which is only mildly interesting. Uh, How much will go to the federal government, the government of New York State, the government of New York City, because they have income tax in New York City. Uh, That'd be interesting for the kids, too. Yeah, no kidding. And when he ends up with like 40% of it, and I'm thinking about it, 
It it may be less than forty percent. Oh, I, yeah. After agent and various things like that, I I, I guarantee it's going to be lower than forty percent. And I can guarantee you, a lot of the kids in the classroom will be shocked by that, and they will start to feel strange stirrings within them. And I'm not talking about hornies during puberty. I'm talking about they'll think, "Wow, why does the government get to take that much of the dude's money?" Unless they're young communists. Will Smith says he feels purified and transformed after the Oscars slap. This continues to be the worst apology tour by any celebrity or public figure that I can ever remember. As he constantly yeah, he, makes he, it about himself and everything. And how it's been for him and what was going on in him to make him do it. And how everything's great now for me. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm guilty of being human is what I learned. Oh, Oh, that's the worst. That is insufferable. <laughs> Try that if your wife catches you cheating on her or your boss catches you stealing her or whatever it is. Hey, I'm guilty of being human. I think that's what we've all learned here. <laughs> but I feel purified and transformed, <laughs> that's boss. the worst. You stole a quarter of a million dollars from the company. I've treated you like my son, <laughs> but I'm purified and transformed. I was ha- we got a Twitter battle between Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk. Maybe we'll get to that in hour three. That's kind of interesting yesterday. It wasn't a Twitter battle. It was just a conversation among grown-ups. It was actually, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, huh. I was happy to see this yesterday. Whoopi Goldberg, of all people, coming to the defense of Blazing Saddles, for instance, and other art that is controversial, um, saying, no, no, don't try to cancel Blazing Saddles because it had N-bombs in it. Um, one, it's funny, and two, it uh, it attacked everybody on every a- ang- angle at uh, every level. It's art, and I was happy to hear Whoopi Goldberg say that. Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that. She, you know, she's got one foot in the woke camp and one foot in the traditional liberal camp. Um, she's a highly annoying human being, but I'm glad to hear her say that. Good for her. You're right, Whoopi. But it started a conversation in which one of the stars of The Office, not the British version, but the American version. I never watched the American version, uh, so I don't, I can't speak to this, but uh, one of the stars of the American version of The Office said you couldn't make that show today um, with some of the jokes that we made. And I thought, really? Because it's not like The Office was on in the 70s. The right. Office is a fairly recent television program, and you're saying you couldn't make that show today. That's how far we've moved. Wow. That's not good. You know, I've said it many times. I understand you good people. Some of you have more flexibility than others in terms of fighting the woke thing um, in all of its uh, ugly faces of, and you know s- styles and areas. Um, but you gotta fight it best you can. Cause if, if they take over and like institutionalize more of this stuff, like is happening on college campuses, you won't recognize your world. You could never make the office now. The office? Right. It's not like that was some sort of super edgy art house fair. It's not. Good lord. It was the most popular sitcom in America. Just a few years ago. Just a few years ago. It's not Birth of a Nation, for crying out loud. It's The Office. Gee, money. I know. I was shocked by that. Uh, and this, we have. Oh, that reminds me. One, just real quickly, next hour, the American Girl dolls and books and stuff like that, you're not going to believe what it's turned into. Oh, I can't. I want to hear that. 
We haven't been following this stupid, stupid story. One, because we don't watch Good Morning America. And two, you probably don't either. But a couple of the hosts got caught having an affair, and it's a big tabloidy story. This guy, T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach. Okay, they're having an affair. Whatever. The interesting thing to me is that since that came out, and then there were a lot of stories how they're in love, and here they are on vacation kissing and staring in each other's eyes, and they've both come forward and admitted that they're uh, having an affair, and he's married or she's married or whatever. Um, it turns out he'd been having tons of affairs, and all of those have come out. He'd been He'd had affairs with at least three other women, a part of Good Morning America, on the Good Morning wow. America show during this whole time. So his new lover, who thought, oh, my God, I met my dream guy, even though we're having an affair, it's still we're in love. Turns out he'd had bunches of affairs before her. I find that wow. hilarious. It's the I remember back in the way back in the day, dear Abby with her. If he's cheating on his wife, he's going to cheat on you. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.